Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and I'll be your host for this week's episode. First of all, apologies we went here last week. Um, I'd like to come out with a really good excuse for Savage Plan, but we're a shit about lazy bastards, um, so that's all you're really getting from us. My fellow lazy bastard, hand in hand, Graham Curry, how are you doing? Very well, Colin. Yeah, just the usual... Waiting for the football to start. This international break is never good, is it? We just miss what proper football. But we're nearly there. We're nearly I, there. I'll be honest, Graham. I think this has been one of my favourite international breaks because I've not seen one international game. I've been too busy doing other shit. Um, usually, I realise how boring it is when I sit down to watch a game. No, I've I've got a couple. I've seen the Scotland games. And I think I've seen one of the England games. Hungary they played, I think. Um, but I uh, yes. It's not really a real thing, is it? You just miss the real football. That we do, that we do. But um, <laughs> as much as I've not seen any of it, I've um, I've had to uh, kind of scribble through the highlights because we've had a fair few players representing an international stage. Uh, let's run through a couple of the, the highlights. Start from the top, Philip Hollander is having the best fortnight of his life. He was playing centre-half when Sweden beat Spain. He single-handedly revived ABBA and he's <laughs> the header that killed the daily record. What? Fucking hell, man. It's all done hell for here, Phil. Yeah, highlight for me is ABBA, but... <laughs> no, it's... Um, he didn't feature too much uh, in the Euros, but, you know, we, I think we've all seen in the Euros, Spain are a very hard side to keep out. They'll make a lot of... Make a lot of chances. Um, very, 
very attacking side, very forward thinking. He's back in the line up at the starting eleven again the night for Greece. So I think um, we always knew he was talented enough to be playing at the international stage. I think it was just a case of him keep getting in um, the position and keeping it. So it's good to see that that's two games in a row on the right stage. Aye, because the, the Euro is the boy that kept him out, um, whose name escaped me. Um, he was a boy that gets sent off, actually, but uh, the, guy, the guy's name escapes me. So I, I was expecting to see him in the, in the Euros, and we didn't get to see much of him. But yeah, hopefully he gets his, gets his place and keeps his place. And keep him spinning it. Well, there's no there's no mean feat, you know, to defeat the M's. Um, quite an achievement. I was a bit um, <clears throat> I was a bit surprised about that result, obviously. But one thing to go back to there, you said about the the Spanish. I don't remember their striker being too hot in the Euros. Although they created loads of chances, their striker wasn't that that great. Was it Marata that was up front for them? He didn't do much at all at the Euros, did he? So um, that was the only thing that was lacking for Spain. Other than that, they looked brilliant throughout, throughout the whole team. Um, and as you say, he created, created loads of chances. So I feel play a big fill. He's had a right good couple of weeks. Um, moving across the back line, Borna Barisic didn't play in Croatia's first, uh, first game, but apparently he was the best player in the park last night. And as much as I want to big up Borna, because I love him, I don't know if the company that put out the player ratings were one of these stat companies where it's like you get an average of how many fucking miles you've covered in it compared to how many times you've touched the ball and how many how many times you turned left before turning right. I'd see all these fucking XG and all that part. Yeah. But they were being a man in the match, so I'll take that. Aye, steady to strength for Borna. Again, another guy that lost it at the Euros for whatever reason. We're not sure. I don't know if it was injury or manager didn't fancy him, but he didn't get his game time that we all expected. We expected him to shine at the tournament. But, yeah, let's hope he gets through a nice qualifying campaign with his, with his country and, and starts to show what we all know that he can do. Is this, like, is this the chance for Borna to kickstart? That's such a cliche, but it's you know what I mean. He's looked, he's looked as if he's not really rested for last season, as you said, and it almost looked as if he needed like one game, one performance to reset. We've seen it with um, last season with Borna Barisic when he got that goal against the Mirren. It was it was the day too great, and the build up to that, and then that game just projected him. Is this the performance he needed? I think it's crossed, you know, we can only wait and see what he does for Rangers, can we? But he's not had the greatest of starts to the season. And I think you're right, we can only put it down to something to be doing with his fitness. He's not quite been at it. It's, um, it's left me perplexed anyway. Uh, and I think um, I, I'm probably I'm probably being a bit unfair saying this is a game that kick starts the season because I thought he was played very well against Celtic. I'm just remembering we've no spoke about the Celtic game, but Calvin Bassey was obviously out either as a close contact or through having COVID. Bassey was playing very well in the lead up to the, the Celtic game and I thought Bonner done really well. Um, Guy McAllister said afterwards that that was 
like Bonner's reaction, we all thought it was Roy Roma, uh, the way he was kissing the pitch, but you've seen that reaction was that's that's him finding his level again. Um I'm hoping this is a start of something beautiful. I really do. Uh, it was a nice reaction to see that actually, just to I think he's immersed himself within the cut within the, the culture of the club and he gets it. And that's obviously the first time I've had a full house like that's that noise in the stadium for such a long time. So um, no, it was good to see that reaction. Obviously, the result helped everybody's, um, everybody's emotions, but um, yeah, it was good to see. No, it's not got enough attention over the last two weeks. See, as Borna went over to take that corner, leading to Big Phil's goal. Before he took the corner, he turned to the corner in front and he was waving his arms to get the crowd up. That's, that was brilliant. Uh, yes, because it doesn't get shown in the replays very often. I've, no. I've seen a couple of replays where it does show you, but um, I certainly lifted them. It was just it was as if he knew it was about to happen. <laughs> I've seen Celtic try to defend corners before. <laughs> um, I'll let you talk about Nathan Patterson then. Obviously, I was um, on the Swally Saturday night, no seeing any of the Scotland game, um, hearing rave reviews. Are they justified? So, to put it into a bit of perspective, it was up against Moldova. So, that's the first thing to say. The quality opposition is not that great. Um, I actually stayed in a hotel in Glasgow the night before the Scotland game. And I was staying in the same hotel that Moldova, the, the Moldova team were staying in. So, I, I got to see them, you know, and uh, in the morning, the next morning, a couple of them were outside having a fag. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm no joking. Full tracksuit on, out having a smoke. And I'm like, they might have been coaches, right? So I kind of recognise a Moldovan player, but I, I was trying to, to look at them and see if I could see them later on. But uh, I, true enough, they were outside having a smoke. So that's the level of opposition he was up against. Let's, let's get that for a start. He had a couple of misplaced passes in the first 10 minutes and didn't really do anything going forward in the first 10 minutes that I could see but once he got into his groove there was nothing stopping him there was just that first 10 minutes it was a wee bit shaky after that he was fantastic he was driving forward he was um anticipating passes very well. So he was holding his position, jumping in front of the players when the passes were coming. And he'd done a really solid job. He'd done, he done really well, I thought, um, and showed himself up to be deserving of being on that stage. He is an international right back now, and I think he's deserving of that tag. So, aye, very good, very good performance. And he had a hand in the he had a hand in the goal. It was him that actually intercepted the ball in the, in the midfield at the fence and, and drove us forward. So, uh, see, I have I have seen the the goal and the part he played in it, and that that is a very typical Nathan Patterson move. Obviously, he's he's still very raw, and I think we need to remember that as talented as he is, he's nowhere near the player he's going to be in four or five years' time. He's very raw, and he's starting to harness his all round game. But one thing is, he's just sniffs blood. Um, he, he's got such great off-the-ball vision, if you get me. And we've seen him make that run and put players under pressure. Time time again, before that player 
even shouts for the ball, he's running towards him and he's just on him like a like a flash all over him like a rash and aye, that's that's a massive um, massive attribute he's got and it's brilliant to watch. And it's been coached into him by the Rangers coaches. I think we've talked about this before and it's one of one of our best video one of our favourite videos is Stephen Gerrard's first training session. And he's talking about no, you close down. If you're going to close down, you go and close down. You don't go in half-hearted. And that's something that's been drilled into him. You go and close things down. You do it early, you do it hard, and you don't go half-hearted. So, um, and yeah, we're seeing the we're seeing that that coming to fruition now. It's um, definitely a, a great attribute that he's got. As as much as I am, I am on the Nathan Patterson bandwagon. I still don't think we need to be panicking. You might you might uh, think uh, I'm wrong here. I don't think right now we need to be panicking of how we mould the team around Patterson and Tavernier playing every week and moving Tavernier in the midfield or rotating it. I still think go to right back, you play the better one. Like, regardless of who that is, right now I think it's Tavernier and I think right now Patterson will benefit for competing. Ah, yes. I think I'm... A- Maybe we were guilty of it as well as building it up to be a an either or thing at the start of the season or the end of last season, the beginning of this season, saying who is we're right back. But I think it is Tav. Tav is we're right back. He's a captain, and if Patterson continues to do what he's doing, he'll get the relevant game time. He'll get the necessary time on the pitch, and he'll develop right. He doesn't need to go anywhere. He just keeps doing what he's doing because he's getting he's getting better with every performance. So. Uh, long may continue. Uh, moving on, uh, we'll move on to Yanis Hadji next. Um, very up and down week for him. Back in the Romania team, obviously, to, I think it was maybe the middle of 2020, they actually dropped down there, the Romanian under-21s. He agreed to drop down uh, to try and get his form back up. And then after, after that round of fixtures, came back up um, and he's been another presence since. I always forget how much a, an icon Haji is right now in Romania. Um, obviously, through his dad, but he's he's like fucking what David Beckham was when he broke through over there. He's uh, he's the face of Pepsi. Like he's um, he's huge over there. Um, so he's never going to be short of support. But um, for what I've seen, and I've seen a few highlights. My favourite highlight is this long cross ball uh, switched over the uh, other side of the park to Haji, and it's so high. And it's, the way he traps it, kind of like a wee flick. He's he's such a talent. But uh, he got an assist for Romania. Then he went and got COVID. Um, for a selfish point of view, um, got 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 for him, got for Rangers. Uh, he's going to be a big loss. I think he's going to be out for twenty days now. Why? So something to do with the length of time he has to quarantine in Romania, then come back when he has something like that. Aye. I realise it was as long as that. I was expecting it's just a standard ten days, but so he has to do ten days in Romania, then ten days in UK. I don't know the exact ins and outs, but mm-hmm. it's, it's close to three weeks, so Well, that's not so good. I knew he was at for St Johnston, but I didn't realise it was going to be as, as long as that. I was saying that I announced uh, three weeks ago on this podcast that Glenn Kamara had signed a new contract. So, listeners, take that with a pinch of salt. 
Are you doubting yourself now? <laughs> oh, fuck, I was hoping, every time I say something like this, I just hope the other person agrees with me, and then... <laughs> um, well, he's at least out for St. Johnston, but anyway, obviously the, the biggest thing is that he's, he's, he's safe and healthy, um, and he comes through um, it three, four weeks ago. Um, it wasn't pleasant. So hopefully, RJ makes a makes a full recovery. But this, I suppose this begs uh, the question on international football right now. Uh, we we all have different uh, enthusiasm on international football, but currently during the pandemic. Giant clubs are going to get to the point where they just really just put up a fight until COVID is completely done and dusted that then the nationals don't go ahead. No, I don't think that's the. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it will just continue. We'll just need to get on with it. I kind of see. Yeah, I kind of see clubs putting up a fight. They might with throw their players, but I think that would cause too much association. Nah. I think the players want to play for their national team as well. I think you need to for, for, you forget that, you know, that although fans in Scotland might not be so enamoured by international football, that if I was a professional football player, I would want to represent my country as well. So you've got to imagine that these people are, are wanting to go away with it and, and, and play for their team. So... It's not just about the club saying, oh, we don't want you because we're going to lose you for fixtures. You, you, you're potentially upsetting, you know, guys that are passionate. I mean, I get the impression Morelos is very, very um, patriotic and passionate about his country. So do you rob them? Do you rob the guy of that, that opportunity? I'm just using Morelos as one example, but any player really is going to be passionate. And I mean, you're going to tell Steve Davis, no, you can't go to... You can't go away with Northern Ireland. It's not. It's probably not the right thing to do. He's represented this country over a hundred times, and he obviously does it because he, he wants to. And so, no. Uh, to answer the question, no, I don't think there'll come a point when clubs withdraw their players. I think we just we need to live with it and just accept that. Just because we've no good enthusiasm for it doesn't mean everybody else doesn't. I I think. Um... I I don't think countries out with the UK like fan wise share or like loathe for internationals. It's very like I think over the continent it's you know, everybody will fully come together. Um, like and it's a, such an event every time your country plays. Um, what a laugh that must be. I wonder what that's like. Um, a couple of other players though. Again, just to talk about patriotism and. Um, I mentioned for Kmar Roof. Kmar Roof made his uh, debut for Jamaica. Yeah, he made his debut this week. So um, I think they get clubbed. I think three 0 maybe. I've not checked the result, but I'm sure it was three 0 um, They get beat at Panama. Um, so I great again. Another one of one of our Rangers players now an internationalist. So we've got a, a squad full of them. I know it's brilliant to see. Absolutely fantastic to see. Uh, I just want to give a shout out for the under 21s as well. We had five players uh, playing against Turkey the other night as well. Five players in the starting lineup Lewis Mayo, Glenn Middleton, Stephen Kelly, Kai Kennedy, and Ben Williamson. Obviously, four out of five of them are on loan, but still, still Rangers players. Glenn Middleton actually got the first goal. Um, 
and we had maybe three or four in their under 18s as well. So it's good that we've still got that core up and down the club, um, just getting recognised at every age group. I was flabbergasted at um, Glenn Middleton. I didn't realise he was so young. He just seems to have been on the scene for such a long time, you know. He seems as if he played for Rangers five five years ago, but obviously no, maybe my, my mind's playing tricks with me, but he had that right good game in UEFA Cup one time or, you know, and... Aye, I don't know if this is maybe one of the ones where he's like 22, 23, but you're allowed... No, he, he's definitely not 23, sorry. Yeah, at most, he's 22. Aye, so I was really surprised to see him there, but um, he's obviously doing well, you know, he's had a good few performances for St Johnston as well, so... Um, I just checked here. Yes, he's twenty-one. He's born in January, first of January, New Year's Day. There you go. There you go. It was weird they played through the middle for Scotland under twenty-ones, but Zach Rudden played wide right. Mhm. Uh, he would have thought that would have been another way about, but no. Um, it's. I hope he has a, a decent season. Um, just he's a confidence player. Uh, there's definitely talent there uh, in Glen Middleton, but said time time again, he's a confidence player. So, internationals, pretty much done and dusted. Graham, know that you shouldn't need any help to get buzzing for Rangers being back on Saturday. But if you did, how would you get yourself pumped up? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't know where this question's going, Colin. I don't know. Put some music on. Go well, again. Put my scarf on. Once I put my scarf on, I start to get buzzing. You I feel like Rangers have released a couple of films this week that I've not yet watched, but I will be watching... Um, at the weekend, uh, one came out a few days ago, 55 or Relentless, it's called. Um, and I've seen the I've seen the trailer for it, and I've seen a few people comment on it or that I've already watched it. So I'm really looking forward to watching that. Um, 
looks to be good content coming out. So that was the relentless one, celebrating the 55th title. And then there's another one released today, um, which is the 8th of September, and this is a look back to 1972. So a triumph in Barcelona is going to be put on the film, and I think there's new content, maybe a few interviews with a few of the players at the time, and a few key figures around the, around the, the club at the time. So I, I'm looking forward to that one as well, just equally as, as much as the relentless one, but I kind of like the historic stuff about Rangers. I like to look back and stuff, uh, even though I was not at the games, or I like to know the history of Rangers. So I'm really looking forward to getting onto the Rangers TV and, and buying the, the films. And, and I hope that, obviously, I, I'm really looking, the relentless one's your headliner. You know, that's a, that's a big fucking band that everybody knows about, like Oasis, you know. This, the 72 one, that probably won't get as much hype, but it, it, it should, it absolutely should. Um, I, I think in the year where we're going to be celebrating the 150th anniversary, what I really hope that that's the first of many. Uh, also, we we've done a few history shows over the last year, just on different periods of time, different um, different events through Rangers history. Um, last one we recorded was the Driver Cup, uh, yet to be released. But I hope as part of the 150th year celebrations, there's more like this. We go back to Bill Struth's like unofficial nine in a row. We go back to guys like Tiger Shaw. We go back to the. Obviously, there won't be any video content for the um, founding fathers, but even a documentary style, um, definitely a market there for, for that. Um, as much as I'm the first to complain how much money the, the club has to pay, I mean, I've paid 650 quid this year and I've only been to one game for tickets. Um, I'm still going to pay for, for these as well, so I can't even... I'm definitely a mug punter. It's a fiver. The relentless is a fiver. You know, that's... You pay that no problem. There's no that's not a barrier to that. I don't think that I think that's a fair pricing point that the Rangers have come up with. Uh you know, it's yeah, for me that's a fair price. And you get to keep it for a year. Do you? Right. Right. A fiver a watch. A fiver you get to keep it for a year. Aye. Aye, that's a that's a really good thing that they're coming out with. And obviously the media team have been getting a lot better the last few years. So this is obviously um the next step, maybe these sort of pay-per-view movies or pay-per-view films that you're that you're going to get, and you know I'm a I'll be a customer, no problem for that sort of thing. One for that is probably one uh, for my next night out. I'm going to buy it hungover because I like a good I like a tearjerker when I'm hungover. Cry it all fucking I regret it me. So that'll be the that's my plan for my next night out. Well, I'm going to watch it at the weekend and get myself up for the game. <laughs> Pumped up for the game. Right. The game. Do you see how I brought that back? Aye, there we go. No, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> um, aye, so St. Johnston away. Uh, I think the Rangers have been given the, the usual allocation. Um, one, one set of folk who probably won't be looking forward to uh, the game as a daily record. I don't even know if they'll be invited in. Um, don't know how pally they are with St. Johnston. But they've had a they've had a fucking hell of a week, haven't they? Um, I think you and know, I briefly spoke about it beforehand. Um, there's everybody has been talking about it, and we don't really want to we don't really want to overkill the message. But at the same time, we 
we do both agree with what's been going on in terms of well, the message heart and hand and um, you know, forwards, the fourth official, all of them have been putting out. So for me, Graham, I'm pretty much absolutely back, David Edgar, heart and hand. Um and I can firmly say fuck David Edgar. That's my opinion on it. Um that's the sooner they go out of existence as a, as a company. I, I, I once decent newspaper like 30 years ago, but it, this isn't a new thing for them. It has been going this way and they've stripped to the lowest of the war and they absolutely deserve everything that's coming in them. I feel really sorry for the boys at the, the heart and hand. Um, the amount of things that you could find on, on Twitter about people and they've managed to dig it up for years ago. Um, the boys have said, you know, it's wrong. They've apologised for it, and they've obviously that takes courage as well to be able to actually own up to your mistakes. You know, you could have backed down, or you could have hid away from that, or they were they were quick, they were very fast to say hands up, apologies, and they accepted it. That's the right thing to do. I think. I'm just sad it's came to that because it shouldn't. It shouldn't be on the front page of a newspaper, that sort of thing. Just two guys, you know. It's not as if they're prominent media figures or that, you know. I think one of the, the lines that they had said was it's in the public interest. And it's like, in, in whose public interest? And in what? Who's interested in what these two guys are going to say on Twitter? Other than the people that follow them. It's like, it's re- to me, it's just grossly unfair. And I don't think, you know, again, it's been said that it's offensive. They've been saying offensive things. Nobody's offended. I don't know him that it's offended by these things. I, I, I just don't get that line that it's offensive. To then, yeah, I, so, I don't know why it's why why it's been been labelled as offensive. No, so so in that so on on that the the words used, you know, the the guys have said themselves they they shouldn't have been using their words and their their terms and stuff. Because they can be offensive to, you know, to groups, to people. People can find that, and people do find that offensive across, across Britain. What one of the things that's really disgusting about this is the fact that the Daily Record fake outrage takes the shine off people who who would actually have been hurt by this. That the for outrage just takes. It, takes the message away from you know we're trying to do right for these people it's you weren't you were trying to ruin two 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 guys lives and their family's lives just because what team they support and that's that's unforgivable it's absolutely disgusting it's disgusting and then as you say to label it label it as in the public interest nobody nobody has went to the daily record and said i'm offended by this I want you to run this story. One of the journalists has went and looked for a smoking gun. They've looked for something to be offended by. They couldn't find it for David Edgar, so they found it for his two pals. Um, it's and then forgot to look at the rain Twitter before they had done it. Huh? They've not looked at the rain Twitter before they started dragging up. You know, going back to 2012, maybe you should have looked at your end tweets at 2012 before you started this. Um, and then the fallout from it, fantastic. The amount of support, and we 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 lend our support to the Heart and Hand 
uh, team. You know, great guys. I don't know. I've been to a couple of live shows. Did I go to a live show with you? Aye. Been in my um, up at the Ibrook Suite, you know, great content that they put out. All good guys, and they all speak well. They you know they've got, um, they have got a good group of contributors there. And we, they, we support them. You know, we support the stance that they've took. But everybody just rallied around, rallied around the heart and hand team, and they've, um, they've backed them in the right way. They've called out all the hypocrisy. And you don't see the same level, and this is a frustrating part again, is you don't see the level of criticism and quick to judgment that you did with these two guys going on the front page. It's it's totally unfair, unbalanced, and yeah, it's a disgusting thing for us to have happened. I really do feel for the two boys, it's um it's a shameful. As um you know, I I'll just repeat what I said on on Twitter the other day. Um, I tied fall fall heart and hand. The fourth official who was a, a non Rangers related account for lads had a dream. The blog. You don't need to go to the Daily Record or the Sun or even the BBC for professional coverage now on Rangers. You've got it there. You get better content. You get Rangers content and more with these platforms. You've got. Uh, so many, an absolute well, well, littered way with decent podcasts and for Rangers fan media, we've got the YouTubers as well we've got decent general Scottish football podcasts as well, I've, I've, you know I've tied a few, you don't need to you don't need the Daily Record or MD for this um, more often than not the Daily Record are taking um, stories from stories from this fan media Christ, like I, the Sun and the Daily Record um, both ran stories on the Dave King interview we done um, because they, they couldn't get any other information on regards to it. You know, we were, and uh, I was I was about to complain about about it, but they did tag us. They did say speaking to the Garden View podcast to see if they claimed it as their own. I fucking would have went petrified the place. Um, or they go, I'll probably get um, shut down for saying that. But um, so we don't need them. I've. Uh, I've been in contact uh, with the club over the last year just about different uh, like press opportunities and people involved with the club as well. I've emailed the club directly saying no, I absolutely support the initiative they've put out in, involving fan media and I'd be really, really disappointed if A, they were to like, take action against this uh, them for mm-hmm. for the for basically the tweets of two individuals, two volunteers, and be I'd be really disappointed if the club don't openly back uh, the hand platform. So we'll wait and see. That is the one thing that's missing on it is that open support. We've not seen that yeah. for Rangers. It's um, but then is it a place? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it is the place to do it because it's it's kind of a, a beef between two different companies. It's a heart and hands one company, Daily Records another company. You don't see Rangers getting involved in any other mm-hmm. disputes with any other partner. So they've got loads of partners. You know, just if they've got if the tyre company, Tomet, Tomte, or whatever they're called, if they get into a dispute, you don't see Rangers getting involved. So I'm a little bit uneasy about saying that Rangers should be openly supporting Heart and Hand. All I would hope is that when Heart and Hand go to their, con- their press conferences, it's as if 
nothing's happened, you know, in you come. And and David gets to ask his questions as he has been and um yeah, and goes unimpeded with that. That's probably fair that it was in heat at the moment, I was typing this. There's probably a lot of that. A lot more capitals than there should be. Um got uh, got God help me, I was reading that and just checking my grammar. But anyway, let's finish on a high on the actual football itself. So the league champions go up against the domestic cup double winners. Um, as much as I am confident, I think it will be a decent enough game. Um, I, I think St Johnston, they've, they've shown they're a decent side over the last year. Um, I, I still think they'll um, be a bit concerned. Conservative to sit in, try and pick Grangers off uh, on the break, but um, I don't think St Johnson will be expecting a hide, and I think they'll be hoping they get something for the game. Um, I don't think St Johnson are going to put up much at all. Nah, they're not looking good at all this season. I don't know if it's the European adventures that have sort of took their mind off the game or whatever, but um, no, they've not won a game this season in, in the league, so. Although, to be fair, they put up a decent... I watched the Galatasaray game at McDermott. I watched that in the telly. And they looked okay. They did look all right for the first hour. And I think Galatasaray just had the fitness, um, had a better level of fitness than them. And I think one of their defenders had a, wee bit of a, had a bit of a nightmare in one of their goals. But St. Johnson only looking good at all this season, from what I can see. Um, I've watched a few, couple of their games and seen also the highlights of the others. But... No, I'd be expecting a, a comfortable victory at the weekend, depending on what we've got as a squad. It's hard to pick out what we're even going to have as a squad, is it? Well, it's, it's hard to tell who still be isolating or who's not, um, because we didn't know, still don't know who was confirmed we haven't having COVID and who was just a close contact. Um, and the international break's no finish yet, there's games still on the night, you know, oh, so there's, you, there's still that opportunity that they're you know, fingers crossed, nothing happens, but you get that opportunity that you guys are going on planes and are still part of squads at the moment, so they'll be in hotels and whatever. So it's fingers crossed that everybody comes back healthy and, and unaffected. And then what do we have as a squad to then piece together? Uh, I'd, I'd be looking for this day. Because without saying it's a cliche, I, I don't want one eye on Thursday night. I know we're going to play Leon, but we, we need to go in and really start finding a, a core a core group of players. And I think that's maybe what let us down a bit before the international break, where we were almost, I think we, I feel we were almost over-rotating at times. Uh, obviously, you need to rest players here and there, but... Start with your strongest side first in Johnston. Um, everybody comes through fit and healthy. It should be roughly the same same core, at least, for Leon. And then just get that as a basis, uh, providing it works, that is. Uh, it's just what we're going to have left in it. Hopefully, Hollander comes back. I think he's got to be a, an addition back to the defence. I like, I like him when he starts. I think it's got to be Colton and Hollander. If that combination's there, we should use it. As yeah. our first choice, um, Barisic again, and then Tav. I think the back four kind of picks itself, and then the goalkeeper. Um, depends if McGregor or uh, McLaughlin's back, but 
I think we now know that our third choice keeper is well up for the challenge. He's done a fantastic job against Celtic, so even if he's to come in, absolutely fine by me. Uh, I think the first, second and third choice positions still stay the same as what they were the first of the season, but I think the, the only thing that's changed and it's a massive thing is there's so much more confidence in Robbie McCrory now because everybody's seen they had decent loan spells, but we all know it's one thing doing, doing it for Livingston or a mid-table job and then going to do it for Rangers, completely different. Mid, midfielder, I think um, until until other players find form and there's um, there's players back for injury. Oh, in fact, Ryan Jack, he's been included in the Europa League squad. Did you see that? No, I did not know that. Brilliant. Aye. Aye. So, I don't think he's back to film match sharpness just yet, but that's indicating that they're expecting him to feature in Europe or be able to. So, that's terrific news. But until, um, you know, like he's back for injury, other players pick up their form. The midfield three for me is uh, Davis, Kamara, Aribo. Um, yes, but all three are away international. So, and Davis is playing the night. Did Aribo go? Was there no? Uh, did he go? Uh, him and uh, um, Balligan. Balligan, yeah. Uh, both of them played actually. Uh, like so, that. I you just hope that they are, they are back fit. Um, maybe there is an argument, no, to mix up that midfield. I don't know. I don't know. Do you go all out and just wrap up these points as soon as we can? Start uh, stretching a stretch, stretch lead, even though we're not top of the table, but we've got a we've got a point difference now ahead of them. So let's keep extending it. Aye, I think your midfield is right, but maybe you could have an argument for putting in, you know, Lindstrom, Bakuna, and Wright, for example, just to just to mix it up and keep it, but. It's such a strong midfield, though, not it? It's good to see that. Such a strong squad all over, Graham. There's, oh. like, out of the, the, what, the 24, 25, like, so every first team player, bar Brandon Barker, bless him, but he's, uh, there's nobody who I'd be worried about playing, and I include the likes of Stephen Kelly in that as well. I wouldn't be worried. Um, you know, there's MD coming in to cover for somebody. We've seen that with Patterson Bassey. We've seen that with Scott Wright now as well. No, there's nobody I'm really, who I'm really worried with in the squad. Mm. So, let's finish up. Give me your prediction for Saturday then. Okay, typical prediction. We'll give you a score, scorers, and a time. Okay, so we're going to get a golden header. Golden header in the first 22 minutes. Take us to 1-0. We'll get another goal in the 44th minute. That's going to come through Morelos. And then in the second half, to make it 3-0 and wrap up the three points, we're going to have a Camara goal, a rare Camara goal. We've been over to one. That's, that Camara anytime might, might be decent odds. to may have a wee look at that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a comfortable 2-0. Um, Joe Rebo in the first half. 32 minute, he picks the ball up, drives forward a wee bit, plays a 1-2 with Tavernier, does that wee shimmy thing, just puts it tap in. You, you know the Arable goal we talk about. Absolutely. Um, that's, 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 you've had there. Yeah, that's um, Tavernier assist, Arable goal. 
Um, and Alfie, just after the, the second half, uh, just after half time, like 49th minute, uh, he'll just shove one of the jobbers out of the way with his arse and put it, slide it past the keeper. Two and Rangers are gone for. Do you know why I do these minutes? Like I choose the minutes specifically. I used to go on the bus, so on the supporters bus, they used to put a sheet around and it would be, you know, a pound and then you choose the first, when will the first goal be? So I just never pick that. So that's why it's always in my head. I always go into, that, into, a, into a game thinking about that, when the first moment will be, because I really wanted that £90. <laughs> I just presumed like, you, you you work in IT and that, and I just presumed you had two master spreadsheets one with the minute of every goal Rangers score and another with your predictions for the season that's it exactly I would get some crazy Excel formulas that are going to tell me exactly when it's going to happen well I think that is uh, for this week Graham. Um last thing for me uh, thank you for everybody's listening and as always, let us know your thoughts on Follow Follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Let us know what you think, good, bad, and different. And you want to hear next week. Even if MD wants to get involved, this is a, a, I said the said the kind of rallying cry. Nobody needs the daily record. Nobody needs the mainstream media. Um, fan media as well as I might be a bit biased. I'm part of fan media, but if you do want to get involved, then just like every other fan media platform get in touch Graham thanks very much for, for having us as always thank you enjoyed that cheers Colin we are the people we are take care